Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. Uh, As always, let me just take a little brief commercial moment here. Uh, y'all take time sharing with folks about these times together, okay? <clears throat> That's the way we grow uh, is that people will share and say, hey, we're studying through Daniel, for instance. People are sort of interested in that. Just reading it, just making a few comments, wondering about some things, and people respond to that. So I thank you for uh, sharing, and so continue to do so. We're in the eighth chapter, and we read the balance of it in the last episode. Now I want to back up a little bit and just think about some of the things. So in the 15th verse, it says this, When I, Daniel had seen the vision, I sought to understand it. So Daniel saw the vision, and he's seeking to understand it. Now, is he still in the vision? Okay, is he in the vision, and he's trying to understand it in the vision? Well, perhaps he may be. But I'm thinking more than likely that the vision has ended, okay, the ram and the goat vision. And now he's trying to understand it. Verse 15 continues, And behold, Standing before me was one who looked like a man. Okay, he looks like a man. He didn't say he was a man. <laughs> he looks like a man. He's got a, uh, a a body and looking like a man. Verse 16. And I heard the voice of a man between the banks of the Ulai. And he called out and said, Gabriel, give this man an understanding of the vision. So what we learn here is that this is Gabriel who is standing Okay, he's standing before Daniel. And Gabriel, uh, we see him in several places in Scripture. He comes and pronounces things to people. He's a messenger. He comes and gives them a message and tells them things from the Most High God. And so this voice of a man was from somewhere else. It was above the river. And that voice called out to Gabriel and said, Give Daniel understanding of the vision. So verse 17, So he, that's Gabriel, came near to where I was standing. And when he came, I was frightened. And fell on my face. That is often the response of human beings when we have an encounter with an angel or a divine being. I don't believe that it's necessarily the kind of thing that is done in homage. You see that sometimes where somebody will bow before a being. Quite often, it's what we see here that he was frightened and he fell on his face. Okay, he literally collapsed. Okay. Or he might have been bowing down before, and that's what the falling on his face means. Okay, But the next verse gives us some insight that there was something happening in and out of his body. <laughs> so verse 17 again. So he came near to where I was standing, and when he came, I was frightened and fell on my face. But he said to me, Son of man, understand that the vision pertains to the time of the end. So Daniel was in his senses right here by this time because the angel speaking to him, Gabriel speaking to him. He calls him son of man, and he says, you want understanding? Here's the understanding. Understand that the vision pertains to the time of the end. Okay, the time of the end of what, as I said in a previous episode. <clears throat> That's not stated. Yeah, I think that you literally have to take the full counsel of the Word of God to start gleaning what that may mean. We'll get some major hints in this interpretation. But where is this? When is this time of the end? And the end of what? Is it the end of all time? 
or is it the end of a particular kingdom? Is it uh, what is it? Well, let's continue. Verse eighteen. Now, while he was talking to me, I sank into a deep sleep with <laughs> my face to the ground. But he touched me and made me stand upright. That's the reason I'm sort of thinking that when he had the initial encounter right here, we fell before him that it was just like nearly a passing out kind of thing. And then he comes to and angel Gabriel speaks to him. And then he says, why he's talking to me, I sank into a deep sleep. So he goes back to this deep sleep with his face to the ground. But then Gabriel touched him and made him stand upright. So he lifted him up. He said, come on, man. Let me, I got some things to tell you right here. And he said this, verse 19. Behold, I'm going to let you know what will occur at the final period of the indignation, for it pertains to the appointed time of the end. Okay, so here is it pertains to the appointed time of the end, not just pertains to the time of the end that we saw from verse uh, wherever it was. Uh, okay, <coughs> 17. But it's the appointed time of the end. Also, it's the final period of the indignation. You know, what is the indignation? Uh, the word can be translated indignation. It can be translated as anger. Okay? Okay? A sort of a run in the course of anger. And so he's saying that's what this relates to. I'm going to let you know that it will occur at the final period of the indignation for it pertains to the appointed time of the end. And then he starts giving some interpretation. Verse 20, the ram, which you saw with the two horns represents the Kings of media and Persia. Now this actually helps us a lot in sort of backtracking what we've seen previously in this chapter and the previous chapter of how to interpret these dreams and these visions that Daniel was given we see that the ram and what it did, it, it butted northward, it butted westward, it butted southward, that kind of thing. It had two horns, but one horn was longer, and the longer one had come up last, <laughs> that kind of thing. Now he's telling us point blank that this ram represents the kings of Media and Persia. And when you uh, just look at what we know history, because we're now 2,500 years removed 2,500 plus years removed from some of these events. Uh, we know what has happened historically. Okay, we know what's happened. So he says, okay, the ram represents that. The shaggy goat, verse 21, represents the kingdom of Greece. And the large horn that is between his eyes is the first king. <laughs> Remember what that goat was, what we saw earlier in the chapter. That goat came from the west, and it came very rapidly across all the earth, and it didn't touch the earth. came rapidly across the world, I think it says, and it didn't touch the earth. It didn't touch the earth. It just spoke of the ground, and it came in such power that it butted the ram, and it started beating the ram, and it crushed the ram and all the other kingdoms and everything. The ram had done likewise, but then the goat comes along. Well, now we're being told point blank that this is the kingdom of Greece, and the large horn that is between his eyes is the first king. So we are being told prophetically what's going to happen in the future from Daniel's perspective. And so Daniel had this vision in the third year of Belshazzar, remember, who was the last Babylonian king. 
he winds up getting handwriting on the wall, dies that night. The Medo-Persian Empire, the Medes and the Persian take over. Daniel winds up living into that empire and actually serving in that empire. That's the whole uh, uh, Daniel in the lion's den thing occurred with that during that time period. So Daniel knew that about the ram. He knew that was going, but he didn't know it when he received this dream. He experienced that part of it. But the next part, the shaggy goat, he didn't experience. The shaggy goat and the large horn that's between his eyes is the first king. That goat is Greece. The first king of Greece was Alexander the Great. I can't remember Alexander the Great's father, uh, but he's the one that established all the city-states of, of Greece and got them very strong. Then Alexander came along and joined him together into a kingdom that we call Greece nowadays. So we know how these were fulfilled. Now, the final thought right here. We, we are giving a chronological time sequence, and we see, okay, you have the Babylonian Empire Daniel was living in. You have the Medo-Persian Empire, which Daniel lived in the first part of. Then after... Uh, uh, that you have the kingdom of Greece. Then after that, we're going to have four other kingdoms. But you see, it's a sequencing of kingdoms. And that's going to help us, I think, to have some understanding as to timing of things and what is meant by the appointed time of the end and maybe even of the end of what, okay? So we'll continue on looking at this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.